0: Regardless of where you are on your fitness journey, the foundation for your success hinges on the habits you live by. The Pro Fitness Podcast and community connects you with top trainers to motivate and empower you to maintain a fit and healthy lifestyle. How are you guys doing? I'm Tony Arce. Welcome to the Pro Fitness Podcast. Today I'm joined by Edwin Ramirez, personal trainer and owner of Macro Solutions. Edwin, thank you for being here, brother.
1: Heather, Heather, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here.
0: No, likewise, likewise. Now, um, as we're talking, originally from the Chicago-Berwin area, uh, involved in fitness for 10 years, but professionally as a trainer, as coach uh, for the last four years and and, in your own business now for the last two, right? Correct, correct. How'd you get involved with fitness? I've always loved fitness.
1: Well, before working out in the gym, I was an athlete. I was playing soccer up until high school, I didn't have the opportunity to go to college, but that's when I transitioned into the gym. I actually remember my best friend forced me to get in there. So shout out to him. (laughs) I really did not enjoy it at all. Let me tell you. Really? I did not at all. He made me go. I dreaded the time there. I did not have any fun, but that was really the start of it. Transitioning from soccer, forcing myself to get in there. But once I started seeing some changes, and the physique, then I started getting a little bit more hooked into it.
0: Oh, no way. Yes. Now, your family business and, and what you had been working in was uh, in the restaurant industry, right? Yes, sir. So it's kind of uh, the opposite, right? Here you are eating on one end, but on the other, and now you're being forced to work out. And uh, I'm sure that had its own challenges.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Especially growing up as a child or a teenager, I remember being around the business and then if they made a little mistake or they just say someone ordered some enchiladas de pollo and they wanted steak. Guess who was eating the enchiladas? <laughs> <laughs> no way! Absolutely. So it was me taking the hit, and I even remember you taking one for, right? on for the team, for the for the family. And I even remember the coach when I was a kid, and the coach was telling my parents like, "Hey man, what are you guys feeding him?" Like, <laughs> so it was
0: it was starting to show. It was bit. starting
1: to show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I'm so tied up into what I do because I have such a relationship with long term association with uh, weight gain or seeking knowledge or not knowing exactly what to do. So really, that's where it started. But always been an athlete always been active. And that's really where it started.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and also, I mean, you kind of bring up an interesting point too, just from a cultural perspective. I know that's something that you know you want to get into more is is as helping the Latino community specifically, but also just from a, how a cultural perspective, you know, working out is not something that that is really ingrained in us as kids. And then on the flip side, food is something that we're sought or taught like as is, is a comfort thing or a family thing, community thing. So there's always food, 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 right? Now, how how did you have to break away or how did you manage to break away from that mindset of, you know, just eating and not working out to kind of the opposite of, of really being intentional about your workouts, your diet?
1: Absolutely. It was difficult to get out of there because I remember first telling my mom, hey, or my grandma, hey, I don't want to eat that anymore. I want to start prepping my own meals. You're like, Mijo, you got to eat this, eat this, eat this. And Isn't that and that's, crazy? Right? That is. So it's difficult to transition out of that. But little by little, they just got used to it. They just got used to it, but it definitely took some time for them to be okay with me eating my own food or cooking myself. But that also gave me another sense of really enjoying a cook or wanting to be better at cooking or really looking out at other ways that I could eat that could still be fun to eat and not just chicken and rice and avocado. (laughs)
0: because
1: i've been there absolutely but you know you gotta you gotta have fun with it you gotta add some good ingredients and
0: absolutely and you bring up an interesting point that as soon as you kind of go on a journey like that then you you have to be creative in the ways that that you cook and that your lifestyle i mean to keep it interesting now kind of going back to what you with your family situation was it something that you you had the support of them and and like that that they did buy into it or was that something that's a constant battle of like yo, I can't be involved with these types of meals. And, you know, tell me about that a little bit.
1: Absolutely. So it's it's difficult. It's it's very difficult. But my parents always, no matter what we do, they're always been very supportive. So I'm very lucky, very blessed to have them. But that transition into different type of eating was definitely
0: a challenge. I'm sure that's like the biggest challenge no matter what you're facing. Now, as far as, you know, you and 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 kind of the approach that you take, I know that we had talked about just the, the, I guess the level of service you provide. And, and it's not just always fitness, right? The, the, to you, it's a lifestyle that you're really adopting. Talk to me about those elements that kind of go into it for you that you help coach others on when the opportunity presents itself, whether it be, you know, well, I'll, I'll let you say.
1: Absolutely, so of course, the main focus is always trying to focus on my expertise, which is weight training, conditioning. But sometimes an individual needs a little bit more support than just that sometimes they need lifestyle changes in nutrition. Um, So of course, I'm not a registered dietitian, but I have worked with registered dietitians in the past. And I know some certain advice that I could be giving them, but I always try to give them to the right professional. But little things like making sure they eat enough protein, or hey, how much water are you drinking? Or how's your recovery? How often are you sleeping? Are you sleeping five hours a night? Or let's try shooting up to seven, eight hours. So other ways to improve your fitness, improve your recovery. I try to to engage them as well. And not only that, but healthy habits, as in ways to help cope through mental distress, for example, there's really a lot of good things that you're able to do in your daily routine to help you be more a little bit more clear in the head, such as meditation, uh, sufficient sleep, seeking knowledge in books and education and really ways to improve yourself. So that way you have some sort of confidence to build on. And I think that was what really helps people improve their overall fitness and their health is just the, the confidence and a lot of education.
0: Absolutely. And, and for you too, is uh, just that then seeking on, 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 on self improvement, right, of a benchmark and being a better version than yourself than you were yesterday. For you, what does that look like in, in your own kind of pursuit of self improvement? Like, what, what are your habits?
1: What are my habits? Well, first of all, I, I always have to start off with some good sleep. Yeah, <laughs> I've been talking sure. about sleep so much. It's so underrated, though, and I love it. You know, of course, not sleep 12 hours either, but just seven to eight hours. Um, but other healthy habits that I do, it's also, for example, socializing. I've always, especially nowadays, is always have this hustle culture. And I've gotten into that hustle culture in the in the past where, like, i got to work, work, build my business, and focus, focus, focus. But also, you get burned out. So another way to be a little bit more mindful is spending time with the family, spending time with friends, um, going out and socializing is a a great way to also build another balance in in a healthy lifestyle too.
0: Now, I mean, it's all like, uh, it's intentional for you. And and for you, one of the messages that you had emphasized was just kind of pursuing what it is that you want to do. And it sounds like for you, part of that is, is the flexibility to move freely with that because you are healthy. You are, you know, kind of a clear mind and have these goals or, or, or habits formed. Tell me about that just in terms of like the message of sharing with others to pursue what they want and to not be held captive by the mold that you say that, you know, one can fall victim to. What advice would you give for people to pursue those things when they feel stuck?
1: It would be really get uncomfortable and just do it. A lot of people or my myself included, sometimes thoughts come in head is like, hey, fear, don't do it. But you also it's your intuition, like do it. They, your intuition wants you to do it. But sometimes our fear hides your back. Like, what if this happens? What if this happens? But another way to also build that confidence, is just follow your intuition and just do it. So whether it's picking up a side podcast or picking up a new hobby, Just do it, pursue it, and I believe if you do something that you really want to do and your intuition is telling you to do it and you do it, good things start happening to you. So I was fearful, like, oh, I went to school, I went to get my education and just to be, like, a personal trainer, that that's all you're doing. But now, like, I have opportunities that... I didn't have before like if i didn't follow my intuition i didn't follow what i truly wanted to be i wouldn't be doing this podcast right now and looking back and th- this is something i've always wanted to do like constant creation um fitness and a lot of great opportunities have been g- given towards me just because i've been able to follow what i truly desire and what i truly wanted to to do instead of just taking the easy route towards like taking over the family business but not being really fulfilled
0: yeah no, and it goes back to kind of that, that holistic view you have of you know, as you do those things and you work on those things that uh, improve you, but also improve that confidence. It seems like that's what's also giving you the you know the ability to move uh, towards those goals, right? Now, for what do you find most often with your clients that um, is the thing they have to overcome, or or the thing that they're pursuing in terms of their fitness goals? Is it always appearance? You know, are, are people that superficial that everything is like I just want to look good?
1: It depends on the person. But of course, you do have people that, hey, I'm just trying to look pretty. I'm just (laughs) trying to be attractive. Right, right. But there's also people that come in and they just want to improve the situation that they're in. And they want to feel better about themselves, not just because they want to improve the way they look, but more importantly, the way they feel. People want to feel good. And that's why I do what I do, because I just want to help people reach what they want to accomplish. And looking back through my journey, like I struggled, I've been doing it for 10 years now. And then during those 10 years I did a lot of things wrong.
0: Yeah. Now with your clients, what's the biggest thing they have to overcome typically to to reach their goals that you kind of see the pattern or things that that you as a coach have to develop to kind of counteract some of those negative mindsets or things that keep people from reaching their goals?
1: I think the most difficult thing it would be the overall lifestyle change. A lot of people come in and I want to do this, but then they realize like, whoa, I got to change who I am? What? Well, I have to change my habits. I have to change the way I live my life a little bit if I really want those results. And this one gets interesting because then you see them kind of question like, do I really want this bad enough? Yeah. Do I really want to cut off that Friday night, 18 piece wings and (laughs) alcohol with the boys in order to me to reach my goal of losing 10 pounds? And then you kind of, see that transition, but when you see it snap, it's just like they're focused. And then you have that momentum building. I tell a lot of my clients, it's all about the momentum. You're killing it, you're feeling good, you're losing five pounds, you're killing it, you make another change, you lose another five pounds. You just drive the momentum.
0: And do you find that it's easy to get people to buy into your program and your system once they kind of see a little bit of results or you know, is it is it a thing that people still cyclical, right, where they hire you and they, they stick with you for a little bit, but then you're having to find new clients or is it pretty consistent? How how have you maintained that balance of, uh, of, of keeping clientele, but also taking on new ones?
1: Of course, so that's part of being a personal trainer. Uh, of course, people come in and then some people aren't ready or some people it's just not not the right match Unfortunately, right now where i do have a steady amount of clientele that are dedicated into changing their their lifestyle and are pretty committed to me but the selling point i don't i don't sell sell i just kind of like hey this is what i believe um that this is what i think is best for you um let's get it started like if you're ready to do it let's do it um i'm not a hard seller but it's just like they kind of feel the 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 energy from you like yeah. this guy loves what he does he is committed he does it himself like i'm really you're about the life yeah like i i practice what i preach yeah for, for sure. for sure so like they feel it right away um so it's just like having that person in your life that kind of supportive and Has like a healthy lifestyle always makes it a little bit easier. I'm always telling like, hey, do you have any friends that love working out? Like you have to start having friends that enjoy doing what you want to become.
0: That's so true though. I mean, if you don't, if if you keep surrounding yourself with the same people, and you're gonna fall back into those old lifestyle
1: habits. Absolutely. So right now, like, when it comes to my own fitness, like, I'm lucky where I have people telling me, like, hey, do you want to work out? Or, hey, last week I had a, another trainer tell me, like, hey, do you want to go for a bike ride? I'm like, yeah, let's do 30 miles. We end up doing 50 miles. You no. know? <laughs> Holy smokes. <laughs> yeah, but, like, if I didn't have people like that in my life, like, I would have never done the 50 miles. But it's just to support, like, oh, man, we got 10 more miles And that's Like, all right, let's do it. Um, so I'm very fortunate in that sense. But I always encourage people to have – those friends um, that enjoy doing what you want to become or what you want to do.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. Now, talking about the content creation part, right? Because I think that's such an important aspect of it. You're someone who's built their business really essentially on uh, word of mouth at this point, right? Yep. But talking about that that vision, because that's such an important aspect of of today's business. But I think in fitness, you see that very prevalent, right? Social media, people giving advice. What have you found works for you in terms of uh, attracting the right kind of clientele you're looking to work with?
1: So a lot of my content really comes out based on what is going on throughout that week. Like, what do I see Mm -hmm. people need help in or certain things that I've noticed I've been doing with my clients. So it's just like, hey, I think this exercise is great because you're able to cater it to a beginner. You're able to cater it to someone who has a lot of experience in the gym and always just try to drive a lot of education. To be honest, I've always been very shy in creating content and my way to overcome That shyness was like, just give out valuable information you wish you had when you were younger. Because when I was younger, I was on Instagram following the wrong people. And then I went through a really dark rabbit hole where it was just misinformation and my body was not loving it. So that's the way I create just by trying to give a lot of great information out there for free and then trying to help as many people as possible. And hopefully they're able to learn from my past mistakes and what I'm learning now or what I've learned in the past and there's uh, so years. much
0: misinformation out there. How do you combat that when I'm sure you had to to, to hear people come in with their own you know, preconceived notions or something they learn on Instagram or whatever, and you're like, "Nah, that's totally wrong, right? Are you seeing a lot of that still um, that's being, or maybe just that you notice on social media?
1: So right now, what I've noticed uh, right now, TikTok has been popping with the young cats, right? Yeah, so I've yeah. been getting into TikTok just to like see, seeing what's going on and also have a, a buddy who's been helping me on TikTok, but I see a lot of misinformation on TikTok. Still, right? I mean, a lot, like, yeah. A lot. And even that is just a lot of more comparisons. So you have like the younger generation with some en- enhancements, let's just say, um, that aren't natural. And it's just like, hey, like, what are you guys preaching to the young people? Like, yeah, it's great to have muscles, but like having ginormous muscles being shredded year round, like that's not healthy. Um, I'm trying to bring in a perspective because it's something that should be discussed, and it's just like, hey, let me just try to bring a little bit more natural and a little bit more educational content out there, um, because a lot of people struggle by the with the way they look or the way they want to to be or or aspire to be physique wise. So it's just always good to good um, good information out there, and also be what's um, something that is actually achievable
0: yeah because it sounds like it's almost like you're having to combat even not just the misinformation but the unrealistic expectations that people have because of it right
1: there it is yeah i couldn't have said it better myself
0: <laughs> i mean that's that i mean you always hear about social media and its problems so like i guess from that how tell me about your approach then so someone comes in they hire you like what's kind of the first thing you go through what can someone expect uh when they hire edwin as their coach
1: for sure so i always like to look at where the person is itself i think it's all about meeting the person where they are. Yeah. If I have someone that's way more experienced, like, okay, let me get you to a little bit more difficult exercise. and Let me look at, give you good cues that would help improve your lifts. And that's what I'll meet you. But if it's your first time in the gym and you don't know how to use anything, I'm going to kind of put you under my wing, cover you, and nurture you. I'm like, hey, I've been here myself. I remember curling those fives and I had a big football coach looking at me, <laughs> laughing at me. So I know how that feels. So it's about meeting people where they are. And I think that's what separates a, a good coach a good coach, and a great coach. Absolutely. A great coach will meet you where you are and guide you towards the right direction.
0: Now, what advice would you give to people that <clears throat> they hear what you're saying, you know, like they're motivated, but at the same time, you know it, it's still difficult, right? To, if, if you've never gone into a gym, you've never worked out, you've never done a push-up, what advice would you give people to move towards something where they build that confidence to be able to then hire a coach like you
1: it would be start off with baby steps yeah build a habit everyone wants to be in there five days a week right away go in there two times a day oh two times a day well that's a lot screw don't do five days a week three, do two three, days a week three, go all, in, right? go all, all in, in. in in or nothing <laughs> no just baby steps doing things little by little build a habit two days a week after that three days a week okay you feel that your your results are stalled a little bit, you need a little bit more help, contact the coach. That's something I wish I did when I was younger. Just contact the coach like, hey, I don't know what I'm doing. I need some guidance. Please help me. You're gonna save yourself a lot of time. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, an expense you wanna consider an investment, but that time that you're gonna save.
0: It doesn't have to be forever either. I mean, yeah. it's, it's also that uh, like you're almost hearing that, um, if you start off doing it correctly, you know if someone puts you on that path. It's a heck of a lot easier than spending years doing it incorrectly, right? Only to arrive at that point where you got to fix it. Yep. So that's I mean that's great advice. Now for you, what is like the the future hold? What is the the vision for for you, your brand? You know where do you want to take this? I
1: am very excited because I'm at a point where I've. I've... Figured it out where I'm at right now, and then I'm looking to take this a step further, something a little bit more of my own brand, having my own facility, something I look into um, in the online space, creating more content, having a team. That's where I'm lacking right now. I need a team. I need some people to help me because as a one-man show, it's hard to juggle all the different hats. It's hard to juggle all of it so I think that's what I'm missing and I'm looking to build is really build a team that really has the same vision same ambition and then just ride that wave and then see what's going on from there
0: that's um, and and how what steps have you taken or, or where have you found that you can connect with people like um, yeah from a networking standpoint where does where, where do you go to connect with others in the space that are like-minded
1: in the space, um, right now at the gym I work at Fox Training Facility, there's a lot of good coaches there. Nice. So I'm able to learn a lot from them and also connect with them, um, make good relationships there. Other, yeah, than, that. other than that, <laughs> that's why I'm here, I'm trying to make some connections here. Well, there you
0: go, that's awesome. <laughs> so now people, people like what they hear, they want to support you, they want to follow you. Where can they do so? Uh, where can they find you online and on social media?
1: Yes, they could find me on Instagram, on Facebook, and TikTok under Macro Solutions Chicago. And that's, that's where you'll find me.
0: Well, very cool, brother. Well, I appreciate you coming in, you know, sharing your story. I know that um, two years is, is is the beginning of what seems to be already a very fruitful career. But I'm excited to to see where this all goes for you. Have you back uh, on some other podcasts and, you know, see how we can support you in the future.
1: Absolutely. I appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to being around because. Yeah.
0: Well, we're excited we got to have you, brother. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.